NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Yob! Welcome back to No New Friends After Dark. I am not Chris. I'm Nick from Sam Piper Vacations and one of your hosts here on the podcast. Um, with me tonight, we have our other co-host, the amazing Scott. This is the first time I've ever been called amazing, so thank I, you, Nick. I, I really appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm trying, trying to change it up a little bit. Yeah, wow. Um, and since Chris is out of town, he is over visiting Germany right now. We do have two special guests, along with a, um extra special guest this evening as well, too. So welcome back, I guess, because you guys were just on the Noted Friends regular episode. Um, Game Master Ryan from North Carolina. Hello. Yeah, that's, that's where right. From. No, I don't mind you giving well, out where I'm from. What I'm going to do is I'm going to call you North Carolina. Okay, that's fine. We also have some guests, Skated Ryan from Ohio. Good morning. So, how are you? Doing well. How about you? Doing, doing wonderful. So, I'm going to call you Ohio just to make it easier. We have actually quite a few Ryans on this episode. Today. <laughs> we I have, know. Nick, you and I are the minority. I'm not I, used to being a minority. Um, oh, so this what's it feel thing? like, Scott? How do you yeah, like I, it? I don't so know. Confused. So confused. Go mow so. your yard. <laughs> uh, so like I said, we have an extra special guest this evening. Um, he is known as the captain, um, the Captain Ryan. Right? Is that correct? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we're yeah. going to go, go with the captain tonight. So yeah. everybody has their own little nickname, so make it a little bit easier. So the Captain Ryan is on tonight. Um, he is a registered counselor, um, works with people um, dealing with mental health issues. And um, so welcome on. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. The captain is kind of like an early name that that happened, and uh, I used to I used to run a men's treatment center uh, years ago, and and they used to call me they would call me boss, and like I don't know if you know anything about like the prison world and stuff like that. It's it's not a good name when you call someone boss. And I was like, yeah, don't call me that. I like that. And so then they came up with the idea of captain, and I was like, yeah, I can live with that. That's a lot better than what you're calling me. So, yeah. so uh, captain it is. Works for me. So I'm filling in. Um, well, not filling in because I'm normally on here, but Chris is on vacation still. I just got back from longest vacation. vacation ever. I know. Uh, his nice is longer job than, booking that one. His is longer than mine. <laughs> I, just, right? I just got back from Europe as well, too. So, um, so yeah. So I'm going fancy places. Yeah. Excited yeah. to have a complete different ensemble on tonight um, from all yeah, of us. Where, where do you come from, Cap- the captain? I, uh, so I live in a little mountain town called Mission, just outside of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So like ba- a big vacation for us is like, you know, a uh, 40 minute drive south to Seattle. Like, that's all that <laughs> you know, like Whoa. And so you, know, you talk oh. about Europe and stuff and I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been to, I've been to Seattle. Spokane, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw, saw a lot of rain out there and yeah, we, we like rain. Yeah. We get a lot of rain, rain all winter, but I mean, it's, uh, 
you know, it's 28 degrees. So, oh my God, I didn't do that math. 86 Fahrenheit today, something like that. So, you said 26. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Twenty-eight Celsius. So you, you multiply by two and add 30. So 86. I'm, I'm glad everybody else knows how to calculate <laughs> Celsius to Fahrenheit because Americans don't. Oh, we, no, no, no idea. Well, well you, don't, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, let, we let everybody else do it for us or an app on our phone, I guess. <laughs> we, we had a prime minister that came in like when I was like three years old and just fucked everybody up because he made metric and imperial so like i don't know how tall i am in centimeters i know how tall or how much i weigh in what is it kilograms i have no fucking clue i'm five foot ten 200 pounds but but i don't know how hot it is in fahrenheit or cold it is in fahrenheit like you you know what i mean like i don't know how far a mile is i know what a kilometer is so like we're just we're just all fucked up up here yeah. That's all. That's all. That's all. So you like have a combination almost like yeah. weight is in uh weight and that's, height yeah. is in uh American measurement. What's the non-metric measurements called? Uh, Imperial. So Imperial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're all fucked up. Like I said, uh, like when you go get your license or something or a government office and like, how many meters are you? I'm like, fucking no. Like <laughs> who knows that? How much do you weigh? And like, I don't know. Like I remember reading a book that said sixteen stone, written in nineteen in fifteen eighty nine. You know, that's more makes more sense to me than the kilogram shit does because I have no idea. But I know I'm two hundred pounds, five foot ten. That's what I know. There you go. Pretty much a pretty much a beast. <laughs> pretty much a beast. <laughs> Captain, the reason why I wanted to have you on is, you know, we're we're in the middle of uh, or we're coming to the end of Pride Month. And yeah. I was having a conversation with my wife about, you know, it, we're, we're in Florida. So, you know, Love it's, Florida. Oh, hold on. Well, Can you see this? I got a Don Shoeless signed autographed Miami Dolphins. Oh, nice. Helmet. That's bad. I'm the biggest Dolphins fan this side of the Mississippi. That's awesome. That's, hey, sorry, I, sorry to interrupt. Sorry, no, no, you're good. That side of the, the Mississippi and of the Canadian I say north, border. north of the border. Yeah, yeah, north, north, of, of the border. The, north of Dakota. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, here in, here in Florida, there's a lot of legislation, a lot of uh, it, religious indoctrination against um, the LGBTQ plus community. And I wanted to kind of get uh, your perspective, a counselor's perspective on the the dangers of this indoctrination and and what that can do to someone's mental health who maybe has to hide in the closet and what that can kind of lead to so that's kind of where i want to you know gear this conversation and i know nick is going to have some some thoughts on this as as well so your thoughts right off the bat uh so what i know which is like you know i one of the things you know fucking news to me is like Joseph globalism. Like I try to stay away as much as I can, but I have like noticed some fucked up shit going on in Florida. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like uh, my thoughts is what the fuck? That's my initial thought. Like what in the fuck dude? And I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much, but it get, I get so fired off about this. I don't know if it's like Canada's liberal and we're cool shit. I mean, we, you know, we're dumb about stuff, but um, uh, so from a, from a, from a citizen's perspective, uh, I think about like, how policy is control, first of all, and how um, we look at the way that, you know, we get the 1% making decisions about, you know, millions of people's lives. And that just pisses me off. And that happens up here with our drug policies and, and down there, obviously. But 
Um, but how can <laughs> land of the free, right? Mm-hmm. It, yep, right. Is it? Is it? Because that shit does not sound free to me. Land okay, of the free if you follow what we believe you should be. I yeah. thought that was buying a fucking t-shirt with an eagle on it because that doesn't make any damn sense to me. Um, this, so so that's from a, that's from a social perspective. I, I think that it's just really super messed up um, that that we are limiting the human experience for anybody. Period. Okay, uh, I'm an existentialist. I believe in existential freedom, which means. Um, I have choice and I have responsibility and that's what makes freedom up. So as a therapist from a existential modality um, to cre- the opposite of freedom is oppression. So anytime I lose the ability to choose or I lose the ability um, to have my own responsibility. In other words, like I just think about like if I drive a car and I drive too fast, I lose my fucking car. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Responsibility, freedom. Nobody has the goddamn right to come and tell me what to do. Period. Tell me who to like, what to say, how to dress. And, and so that shit, shit just pisses me off. Now, what does that do from a psychological perspective? What, what, do you, what, would it, what is it like? Um, what is it like to be told that you're not okay, that you're not enough? We all know what that is. We call it shame. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it like to, I, so what I don't know, because I'm pretty privileged. Um, I have a indigenous background, which is completely oblivious uh to the optics of me i had blonde hair blonde had hair blonde hair blue eyes you know what i mean but in canada we have a lot of metis which is a a french and indigenous mix um and so uh what the reason i'm saying that is because we had what's called the british north america act which was basically um the attempt of genocide in the indigenous population and they did it through residential schools it was the catholic church that did that ironically enough and so you just had mentioned that this is kind of a religiously driven policy system is that correct yeah i mean that's really where a lot of it comes from nick your opinions on that yeah exactly yeah yeah it is right like you know send send them to jesus camp and get the gay out of them like they did in the 80s and 90s like that bullshit yeah we're still trying to pray the gay away (laughs) oh Okay, so so if I think about what that does to me from for, or, or as a human being from the perspective of living in a free existence, um, I got now I got shame, which shame to me is an outside force that is put on me to control me. And I think about genders uh, that happens, sexuality happens, uh, you know, the pigment of my skin that happens, and so uh, and then and I mean if you look at so so let's let's just can I can I make a parody that might be ignorant and I might do that because uh, I'm I'm a perceivably uh, upper middle class or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Privileged white male, right? Heterosexual. Right. Yes. So I could fuck things up if I offend somebody just to, to kick off Scott and your, 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 uh, your constant um, monologue, I guess, in, in our shows. Right. Uh, if I offend anybody, it's, it's pure ignorance and stupidity <laughs> and I mean no harm. Okay. Right. So, but if I look at what happened with the 13th amendment, say, um, in the way that that kind of t- took um, the beliefs of a system and, you know, yay, we have freedom. We're going to free the slaves, 1864. Yet we're in 2023 and the 13th Amendment still says that if you commit a crime, then you have no rights as a citizen. In other words, slavery. Mm-hmm. Right. And so <laughs> if you looked at the numbers of population in the prison system. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. huge. And not a lot of, not a lot of white people. Right. 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 So how is this any different? 
from a social tapestry perspective, as they what they did in this tiny little writing in the 13th Amendment, how are they not using this to control? How are they not using this to keep uh, uh, a minority oppressed? And for what reason? I have no fucking idea. That's what's baffling me. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least in, this, in, in the South, it was their main economy. You know, that's how the South thrived up until 1864. And then beyond, they just used prisoners instead of slaves. But I mean, you know, like, what is this? Why? Why? Why are we telling people they're not free to be who they are? Why are we telling children, and you know, like, and it's children here that they have to be a certain way and fit in this mold to be accepted, to be a citizen? I just, I just, I don't fucking get it. And I'm, ha- and I'm having a really hard time wrapping my head around what is driving this. And the only thing I can think of is the same thing it's been since I can remember in the fucking 80s is this fear, this lack of understanding, this you're different, so I need to hurt you. Which I guess is pretty common, you know, in the history of uh, North America. Like, we don't like different things and we try to kill it. Like, I mean, yeah. it's been happening since Columbus hit the, the Caribbean. I mean, you know... And so, I don't know. Um, from a psychological and, and that, perspective, you bring up a sorry. great point. And that's why. That's why I think what we're doing on this particular podcast is so important. Is because it's it's a fear of of what we don't know about, and we we don't know about it. But it doesn't it doesn't scare us. But we want to learn more about it, and we want to educate uh, more about dude, it. You just, you just made such a good point because, like, so this is one of the philosophies that I drive in in my practice. Is like, let's define fear. Because how many people use the word without actually understanding what it means to them? And it means to them, not what they're told it to mean to them. So fear, and I'm going to use mine because it's really fucking easy and I have to be simple because that's the way I am. Fear is a lack of information. Boom, that's it. That's the way I define fear. It makes it very manageable for me. So I take I take the other side of it. I'll flip that. So if we took asset deficit, right? We say fear is a de- deficit. Uh, it's, it's below the joy line or left side of our brain, defensive linear. Okay. What is its exact opposite? Yet carries the same characteristics. Any idea? Mm-mm. Curiosity. Okay. Curiosity is a lack of information. Right. But when we, when we locate it in our bodies, we locate it from a place of excitement and adventure. You know what I mean? When I locate fear, it's defensive and suppressing. That's interesting. So fear and curiosity are essentially the same thing on different sides of the brains. Absolutely. They're the exact same fucking thing. There's there's more of them. Excitement and anxiety are the same thing. Right. I get that. Yeah. 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 It's how we attach, right? So the the great news is if, you know, Buddhists believe choice is freedom, right? So if, if I choose, if I take fear and I take curiosity, now I have two options. If I choose one, I live in the freedom of that. If I choose fear, I live in the freedom of that because I'm autonomous in it. Now, I wouldn't recommend it because then you're going into defensive. That's when you get ego. That's when you get anger. That's when you get um, all this linear abstract or not abstract, but linear thought. If I go the other way to the right side of the brain, I get vulnerability. I get hope. I get joy. I get happiness. I get adventure. I get all of those fucking beautiful things in the world. And so which I mean, I don't know about you, Scott, but I'm going to choose fucking curiosity 12 out of 10 times. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. So how do we get that into the social tapestry? Hmm. You, how you, do we share, you share the no new friends podcast after dark. <laughs> Let's get that <laughs> out of the show, social tapestry. Oh, yeah. I'll be We're going to tap be... into the right side <laughs> of the brain. I'm going to share the 
effort at this show. I'll tell you what. As I say, it's kind of been my therapy journey for the past three and a half years. I've been in therapy since February 2020. Um, mm-hmm. And good about, for you, by the way. Uh, thank you. And about uh, probably a year, about a year and a half ago, something switched in my brain and it kind of you just spoke to that that curiosity that i'm facing my fears that i've always had i i feared things every single day and it's weird how for covid i feel it switched people and everybody is scared of everything now yeah yeah i was yeah, you know, say. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it and it you know so that's we call it a paradigm shift like that's a, a a happening and so if you think about and you're right though like covid did something fucked up to the world um, in a in a psychological way, like a, a social psychological way, uh, but it also speaks to our ability to that, to lack choice or lack definition. Uh, and like so, without consciousness, we don't have uh, awareness. Without awareness, we don't know what our options are. Without our options, we don't have choice. Without choice, we don't have freedom. In other words, without all that, we have nothing but self-imposed oppression or socially imposed oppression. Opposite of freedom is oppression. And so you're either in one or the other. And when we, so when we don't, when we don't make choice, this is a, ch- a choice is always made. And that choice is always our history. It repeats itself and it goes on a loop over and over and over. So our, when we are in Groundhog Day, we are in a self-made oppression. I mean, and this is, this is so, so I do have a point to why I was bringing up the 13th Amendment. Because here we fucking are. We're doing it again, over and over and over as as a, as a society. Now, I'd like to say as a country, but I don't live in the same country. But honestly, we're we're, we're not a lot different. I mean, the border is twelve kilometers <laughs> kilometers that way, which is I don't know fucking <laughs> how far. Yeah, how far. Uh, <laughs> so that seven miles? Is that seven miles? Right. <laughs> Can I walk there? That's so far away. Uber? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you? I could literally. I could. I could run that. Well, oh. ten years ago, I could run. I, I can't. No. <laughs> okay, so like it's a four, it's a five minute drive. Captain, and before I mean, you make your point, I want to I want to ask a question. So we're talking a lot about right brain versus left brain, and and yeah. especially with anxiety and excitement, because nowadays anxiety is so. Um, gosh, how do I? It, it's so mainstream. Um, we talk about I, it a lot. I think there's a lot of people who acknowledge anxiety as a real mental health. How do we get that switch? How do we make that? Because I'm definitely a right brain. I'm more of the excitement than I am the anxiety. How do we, how do we get that switch from those who are with the anxiety on the left brain to, to the right side and anybody else that, you know, jump in please, but captain your thoughts. Well, so I, you know, I deal with anxiety is probably, the most diagnosed thing that I've ever come across. Like, and especially like when I worked in the addiction field, every single referral was anxiety and depression, like everything. Um, so anxiety. So, so that you have to understand a couple schools of thought to really understand what anxiety is. Anxiety is, uh, it comes from a place of either one fear of the future, which to me is, Kind of fucked up because the future is completely unwritten. Why are we fearing something that hasn't even happened yet? Or two, it's a psychosomatic disconnect. Do I need to explain that term? Nope. I usually, well, I usually I, do. North, North Carolina. How about you? Are you oh, good on? Uh, you can. Lost. I mean, I get it, but you can explain it for the other okay. people that might yeah. not get it. <laughs> so what he's saying is he doesn't get it. I didn't so, say that. I said I got it. For all of you, except for. North Carolina, 
Right? Did we get that right? GMR? Can I, can I just, is that what it is? GMR? The great movie yeah. ride? What? No, no, no. <laughs> what, 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 what did you first introduce him as? Oh, Game Master oh, Ryan. Game Master yes. Ryan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, GMR. 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 Very good. I like that. So that right. I, that's, what, that's what I wrote down. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, for everyone but GMR, I'm going to explain a psychosomatic disconnect. Psychosomatic is the mind and the body. Psychosomatic is the body, the physical form. When it's in alignment, we have a comprehensive human state. When we are in disconnect, it means our body and our mind are disconnected and there's no, there's no alignment. We feel out of rhythm. So the body always has to be processing emotion. It needs to feel emotion. This is how we like get into the moment. This is how we get out of our thoughts. We feel the fucking air. We breathe, you know, do all these grounding exercises and that shit. So when it doesn't have that, it, it creates a void. And that, so the, the body makes its own feeling. And that feeling is the shaking vibration sensation of anxiety. And we identify it as anxiety, but it's really the body trying to connect with our own mind. We're, 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 our social tapestry here as men in North America is absolutely fucked up. Like capitalism has fucked us up because we were taught, you know, and it kind of comes from the agricultural uh, era as well. We were taught that you don't feel, you don't, you know, you don't cry. You don't, you know, mm-hmm. you work hard, fight hard, fuck hard. And that's what men do. Right. And so, um, and like, well, not all men get the fuck out of them. Well, I, I guess when you're 20, I don't know. <laughs> I, um, personally, I'm married now, so anyway, so you know, like, so the way that we process things now is we just punch the shit out of things and we hate things, and that's how we process emotion now because that's what we're taught to do. And so, like, uh, to be, get back to a human state, if we just like take away the idea of like sexuality, genitals, like it doesn't fucking matter. We're all a heart, two lungs, brain, you know what I mean? Like there's blood pumping. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter to be as human as possible is to be in alignment with our psychosomatic connection. So that means I need to raise my emotional intelligence in order to be able to uh, communicate or articulate to another human being, how I feel. We call that vulnerability. And now I have this, this, this connection that is so evolutionary and transcends time and space that all of a sudden I'm like, dude, like I feel really, I had a great conversation with this guy and I walk away and go, I like that guy. Instead of saying, wow, I was really vulnerable there and connected and everything's cool. You know what I mean? I feel really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, that guy's cool. You know, instead of like, we could you imagine if, could you imagine if, oh, that, that was a really nice guy. You know, I, I, I connected with him on a vulnerable very, level. Very vulnerable. <laughs> very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really proud of my courage. I had to be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so like, like you said, so like, uh, you know, I, I heard Brian, I heard you, Nick, Nick, Brian, sorry. Yeah. I have two first yeah. names. I'm used to it. <laughs> I got I to get used to it. I got, I mean, I, I didn't take good notes. I got GMR down. That's it. Uh, so, <laughs> just say, just say Ryan, and it's pretty. I, my yeah, last name like, is yeah, close yeah. to Ryan, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I Captain was just <laughs> hoping that GMR would be the first person to speak. He's like, please let it be GMR. Please let it be. <laughs> so Nick, what I heard you say in, in your in your journey of therapy journey was that you dealt you delved into the probably the most important value that we have, which is bravery. And that is the one that gives us access to be able to transcend ourselves beyond what we were because we can't do it without vulnerability. Vulnerability is access to human evolution. And that's the fucking thing that's kept us on this planet for 125,000 years. It's not our judgment. It's not our, our prejudice. It's not our thought. It's not our ability to fucking realize that that's gravity and the, and the earth isn't flat. That's not it. It's the fact that I, that I saw my daughter and loved her so much for the first time. 
that when she, you know, when she came into the world or when she came up and hugged me or when I, uh, I, you know, I, my sister passed and feeling that hurt from love, you know, that's the shit that keeps it going. And so what I can never do is allow pain to keep me from love. I can't, if I do that, then I'm going to end up hating things. And if I, if I, if I can't be vulnerable, you can fucking guarantee that I'm going to end up hating things. And that's the way it works. I get angry. I get sour because it's in, it's inhuman or unhuman. It's anti-evolutionary to not be vulnerable. And that's how, you know, we're, we're pack animals. We need to connect. And when we don't, we live in resent, we live in rejection, which turns into resentment, which just sours our soul. And so you want to talk about the why? The why is because people are fucked up and their souls are fucked because they have no ability to connect on, 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 a, on, a, on a transcendence level. And, and then they write policies. That's fucking why, in my opinion. So what wow. that does to full circle. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, and what it does, <laughs> but more, more importantly, what, what does that do to somebody who, who is, um, who's, who identifies as LGBTQIA plus nail it. Uh, Nailed it. Nice. I can't even. Our our emotional support gay Nick can't even name all the letters. So I I have been practicing in the mirror for hours. (laughs) (laughs) So what that does is like what 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 society is telling me is that I don't belong here. Um, I'm 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 not good enough. I don't. I will never be accepted unless I'm the same. And it tells us that I need to negotiate my self-worth in order to fit in instead of having a feeling of belonging no matter what. Mm. And so when we do that on a, on, a, on, a, on a social, when it shows up in a fucking schoolyard, like how do you think, how devastating do you think that can be? I, you know, a 14-year-old boy that is just like, I'm not like the other boys uh, because I find that guy attractive. Like now I got a secret. Now the secret is turned. And they talk about choice and freedom. I have no choice but to keep a secret because I know that nobody's going to accept me. I'm going to be rejected. Once I'm rejected, I'm in fight or flight mode. I'm never living in the moment. I'm never, I will never experience my life in motion until I face that fear with courage, with that vulnerability, and own that shit that I am. I don't know if that makes any sense. But you will not have freedom until we own what we are. Until we own, what's the saying? Whatever we don't own owns us. You ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. So I I can't imagine what that's like, to be honest with you. And I wish I, I, wish, I wish I could. All I can do is try and be an ally to that. But I can tell you that I don't want people to suffer. I don't, I don't care what color their skin is, where they come from, what their sexuality is. I just want people to feel peace and find that and live in that space because it's fucking beautiful. And the moments that I get it, are moments that I just, I want to live in them forever. It's not possible. And I probably only lived to be about 22 years old, if that's the case. But, you know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I want to cherish that uh, for as long as I exist. And, and, and if I see that happen with somebody else, what an honor to witness that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I get, to, I get to experience that in, in, in therapy. I get to see people transcend in that based on, do you get, do you get, do you get why it's hard to explain the theories? Yeah, now, you get you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. It's hard to mm-hmm. hard to explain what I do because it's really rhythmic. And if you think about the organic world, everything happens in rhythm. There's no straight lines in the organic world. That's a construct of our mind. The rhythm happens in our heart, and that's where vulnerability happens. That's where connectability happens because we're organic beings, and organics is what keeps us going, not fucking thought. Thought takes us out of the moment, which takes us out of life. Feeling mm. puts us in the moment, which puts us into life. 
And there's like three phases of existence. Yesterday, today, tomorrow. The only one that's really happening is right now. The other two are completely fictional. One's unwritten and one is some fucked up skewed vision version of my perception of what happened. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, wow. It, it's amazing to look at it that way because like so my therapy journey obviously is a lot different and the way that you present yeah, there's, right there. Not just... a lot, there's not a lot like me, Nick, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I'm not trying to like say like I'm fucking great or anything. I'm just saying I was trained in a very different way by, by a really cool That could have saved me probably three years. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of money, I'm sure. <laughs> so so Captain, do you do you, so your your counseling is it an in person? Do you do through telehealth? What 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 uh how could how can our listeners find you if <laughs> you've you know kind of touch them in a in a appropriate way through the sound or, waves or inappropriate you know, or, or inappropriate uh, you know, uh, um it's like all in canada <laughs> <laughs> i don't i to be honest with you man like i don't take a lot of clients on uh anymore i have a so i, I have a full-time job um where i work as a manager and i work with uh homeless people that are addicted to fentanyl and okay. so my, my counseling job evolved into something much more street level, much more in it. Um, because for me, I'm about systems change more than I'm about individual help. I have a private practice that I do after work, which means I don't get to see my kids after work. So I have a little resentment against my, my counseling right now mm-hmm. um, because I just want to go fucking home, you know, but right. I still have, I feel like I have a duty to carry on. So I carry a really, a really small caseload of about nine a week. Um, and I do that some, some I do over, uh, over zoom or not. I don't actually use zoom anymore. I use, uh, teams maybe, or yeah. Maybe, what's the other one? Google, Google something. Anyway, uh, made I'm, up or, I I'm old. I still many. use two. Yeah. I still use like landline telephone. Yeah, rotary, dude, I love it. Rotary I lo- phone. I miss a- Skype and yeah. I, 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 you remember having a fucking phone with a robot on it in the kitchen? Yeah. It goes like yeah. stand in the hallway, yep. close the door. You, know? yep. you just yep. follow the rope to find it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Ohio Ryan's so. too young for that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, I I, uh, I do some I do some online. The best thing I can say is listen to my show every week because this is this is what I talk about. Uh, okay, every, hey, every drop the show yeah. for us. I say, what's your show called? And show is called show's called Kaleidoscope Wednesdays on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. Uh, where it's me and the host Chuck, and basically I talk philosophy and I answer questions from the mailbag. So people from all over North America will mail or they'll email questions in for me. And I don't like my life is so compact that I don't have a lot of time to. Uh, I don't do any preparation. So I go on the show. I might be like thinking about the power of vulnerability or thinking about the role of shame and shit like that. And I'll just go off on that, and then we'll do a mailbag question uh, or two. And that's usually like today was like. Why, why do I always hurt the people that are closest to me? Yet I'm so kind to the people that are, are far from me, that mm-hmm. I don't know, you know. And so, so that that's that was one of the questions I did today, and I did about a twenty minute, five minute answer because I fucking talk, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, the best thing to do is look is what, listen to that show. Um, I'm, and and and, I'm, and so what I'm doing with the show is using that to kind of form the chapters of the book that should be done in December. Awesome. And then, so Ashes Awesome Podcast, we talk about it every every Sunday episode. That's one of the uh, podcasts that we drop at the end. Uh, Chuck does an amazing job uh, on, on that show. And then tell us about the book that's coming out. 
So the book is about, um, it's about, well, it's called Kaleidoscope. And the reason, so I'll give you a little background on that. Uh, I used to run a team. I, I used to develop counselors in this theory, in this model that I do. It's kind of weird. Uh, and so sometimes I get a little abstract, if you can believe it. And so one of my main guys there, he would he would just yell kaleidoscope, which means too many parts. I don't fucking understand what you're saying. So you need to stop and explain what the hell is going on right now. So so kaleidoscope came from the fact that my brain is just so fucking out there at times that we just got to piece it together to see the picture. So the book is about how how to really to be honest with you it's how do i find a life full of peaceful contentment that's what it's about it's about the noise it's about the role the social tapestry how it affects us uh how the history has played its part in molding us uh social programming um the role of shame and controlling uh the the, the, the the thoughts and feelings we have and like and really about like how do i find freedom how do i be free outside of the marketed uh you know freedom is a freedom is a is a right thing like to be honest with you like i look at nelson mandela he found freedom in a jail cell after 28 years you know like that's amazing to me and so uh martin luther king fuck, probably my favorite character in the history of time he is somebody who's willing to die for for what he believed in and he did and so like it's about that thing it's about passion and fire it's about how to be more than what you are and be who you want to be all at the same time Love awesome. I don't know if I've ever explained it before, actually. Because oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're still writing right now. So I was like, you know what I mean? Nobody's been actually been, hey, hey, what's Kaleidoscope book? And I'm just like, my fucking fucked up brain, I guess. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> <laughs> Captain, thank you so much. This was this was mind blowing. Uh, just just watching the guys, I could see the the process, uh, the processing of, of what you're saying. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, appreciate lot. your time. And when the book comes out, please, we'd love to have you come back on Absolutely. to uh, to promote that thing. Listen, thanks for letting me swear. First of all, uh, <laughs> of course, it's, it's yep. so much easier for me because I, I can get in rhythm that way. You know what I mean? And and uh, I, I, I want to say thanks for having me on. I wish I wish I had um, a better answer for you uh, as as your the, these fucked up policies are, and, and rules come into place and how they impact the human psyche. But I really, I think it's like, it doesn't have to impact our psyche. You know, we don't, again, to me, it's noise. You can't take my freedom away. Nelson Mandela found it in a jail cell. You know, like that, like, it's mine. It's here. And nobody has the power. Um, you can get in the way. You can try to fuck me up. But I'm going to be who I'm going to be in this world. And I got one life to live. And that's it. One yeah. fucking life to yeah. live. You know, and every moment that I'm not in it is a wasted moment to me. Yep. And so, um, yeah, we don't, we don't get time back. So, like, I want to be able to say, yeah, but I'm also like, fuck the system and let's fight it, fight it all. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, like, you can't, you can't take what, who I am away from me. Nobody can. And it, it's not a policy. You know, the only thing that can is probably a bullet. And to me, that might be another form of freedom. I don't know. You know? So yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm ranty. I'm a ranty guy. You, no, you're good. You're good. I, I I think the 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 big takeaway is 
with all the policy isms and the the indoctrination is that being a counselor, being a therapist, being a psychologist is going to be a booming industry. So stay <laughs> yeah. in cool, school, kids, become yeah, yeah. a therapist yeah, yeah. because there's going to be a lot of work for you coming up. Because well, it's, nice, uh, it's nice for us now to have options of listening to these things uh, mm-hmm. available on podcast platforms and like what we're doing here and what you're doing over there as well, too. So it's nice yeah, that it's available to anybody. And it, it, it is like, I'll say it's, just, it's become this really super fulfilling thing that I didn't expect. Like, getting emails from people across the, in the other corner, like in Florida, which is exact opposite, you know, uh, saying, you know, I heard something that you said that really, really helped me change my life. And I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? And like, for a long time, I was embarrassed about the way I thought. And I tried to change the way I thought or keep my mouth shut because people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, and then I got, and then I found a career that actually celebrated it. So yeah, it worked out pretty good. Um, I hope um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna in, insert my maybe my own ego. I'm not sure. Go for uh, it. I insert my I, ego all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I try to insert know. other things, but my wife <laughs> slaps me. <laughs> I know. Like she's like, I'm sleeping. What the fuck, man? Anyway, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just I want to say that uh, I, this is a lot of fun for me. If you guys ever wanted to uh, talk some more about some stuff, like I'm always open. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely a good fucking crew here. Uh, I hope I hope I labeled one here. GMR, take that one, GMR. That's yours, baby. Take it all away. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Are we are we cutting her off here? Is that what's happening? Yeah, we're cutting it yeah, off. Well, yeah. Well, thank you again for being on. Like I said, we'd love to have you back and chat some more. As we've been talking about mental health quite a lot on this podcast. Um, yeah. So when we come back, um, we're going to talk about jobs and not talking about blowjobs, but jobs. Oh, so, the other yeah. job. Oh. Yeah. Second job. <laughs> I don't know. If, can we talk about blowjobs on here? We'll find out. Stay tuned. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey everybody, it's Scott from the No New Friends podcast. If you'd like to hear all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links to all of our old episodes are there. If you didn't understand an inside joke or just wanted to re-listen to something, just check it out. It's nonewfriendspodcast.com or you can check us out on all streaming platforms. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us uh, or staying with us, I guess, if you stuck around. Um, I don't even know where we're going. Oh, I'm hosting still, right? Because Chris isn't here. So, yeah, you're, you're you're in charge. You're in the big chair right. tonight. This is this is very native to me. So I'm tired. I had a very long week. Um, we just got back from our trip. 
<laughs> Which so, one? You, you one just got of, oh, back yeah. from, shouldn't you be used to this by now? Getting back from Aren't you always going like, back from a trip. I should have just I should have just stayed where we were because I'll probably be back soon anyway. But we just got back from a, a cruise in Europe. Um, we had some flight cancellations, which is happening right now. So if you are in the New York area, do not fly United Airlines right now. It's not great. <laughs> um, but anywho, um, United I'm, Airlines is still like open. That's like a still a, an airline they, uh, for, for this week. I can only afford <laughs> Until, uh, like, Spirit anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, we, we, Game Master Ryan and I started this airline called Ryanair. Highly recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> Ryanair. <laughs> and we normally fly Southwest, so this was a whole new incident for us, and another reason why we will stick with Southwest. So. Um, but we are back in the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. In case beautiful Sandpiper Vacation. It's, it's so nice in here. It's very nice, very roomy in here. And now we're down the two Ryans and a Scott. <laughs> okay, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's Scott. I thought that was never mind. I thought Captain was still here. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind of look like kind of Jesus Christ. I, I know, right? Yeah, he just were... wears the tank top. I would not be. If you were wearing a wife beater right now, I swear I wouldn't be the ideal clothes with. Well, we'd have more jokes if he had a wife beater on. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, on our way back, we ran into some issues, um, and our flight got canceled. We got stuck in Newark, so I'm going to blame New Jersey. So, blaming Chris since he's not here for our flight cancellations. <laughs> Um, and in, in return, we end up having to take a train from Newark to the middle of Pennsylvania and then take a car ride home. So I had a lot of time to think about um, the past few days with all these cancellations. And um, that's kind of where I am in with life right now. I'm very happy with my job. I love selling travel. I love that I get to go on these amazing trips. Um, the one I just got back from was a contest that I won with Virgin Voyages. So um, I'm sorry. Very- it just... It, 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 it. <laughs> so a vacation planner wins a vacation. I know, uh, right? And I had I had a cliff note about this. It's like <laughs> it's it's like Chris winning a day off of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he earned that day off. <laughs> I, I've I've actually won quite a few trips the past two years um, because my suppliers just they're very happy with the work that we're doing and um, the business that we're bringing them. So thank thank all of our customers out there, but. Um, like I said, I had a lot of time to think about it and just where I am today with my jobs now and where I came from. So it just kind of got me thinking about, let's talk about maybe your first job. What was your first job? Oh, mine, mine, I'm going to start. I worked at Taco Bell when I was 14. I worked at Taco Bell 15. too. Not my first job. That was my, like, my first food service management yeah. job was Taco Bell. I mean, if we... Uh, illegally, I worked at a Mexican restaurant when I was 14, but um, we'll go talk about because that was my legal job. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. You guys Texas. can work at 14 in Ohio. Yeah, it, it was very weird roles back then. Like you can only work a three hour shift um, from four to seven, basically. Yeah. On, on weeknights. And then on weekends, you could do an eight hour shift, but you had to have a break every like hour and a half. So like all the people that were over 18 we're very pissed at us because we're on break more than we work so (laughs) (laughs) here here in florida you could work at 15 like i like winn dixie was my first my first job i was a bagger at 15 i could only work like i work i think it was seven hours on saturday and four hours on sunday that was it uh boy did i dread saturdays it was (laughs) fucking awful sounds awful yeah the second i turned 16 they abused the fuck out of me uh i had to work till nine o'clock 
at night. This is the worst. So they now I have to clean the restrooms because now I'm a closer because I can work uh, a little bit longer. So I'm 16. Oh, and I got a 10 cent raise. And so, uh, I made what two dollars and fifty cents then. It was like four four ten <laughs> uh, is what I made. Um, actually, it was for uh, shillings and that's how they do in in corn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I uh, my the last straw was like, okay, you're gonna clean. We need you to clean the restrooms now. I'm a bagger, right? I I didn't know that cleaning restrooms was part of my job description. So. They show me like, okay, you just, you hook this chemical up to the hose. You just hose it all down and, and all that. And then you, you empty all the trash bins. So I have to do the women's room. They didn't supply me with gloves. So, oh. you know, those little, small, little trash cans in the women's. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't come off the wall. So I'm reaching in there. Oh my God. And uh, so that was my last day at the wedding. <laughs> I would have quit right away. <laughs> uh, that was, that was it. Uh, a sophisticated gentleman is vomiting. <laughs> I say um, he's literally <laughs> he lost probably it. from all the wine that he's drank, not from the story. <laughs> get, that, um, get that carpet shampooed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was my first job. It was awful. I hated it. Uh, but then I went to, you know, I worked at Wet n Wild and that was uh, not the porn shop, Nick. Uh, that was a water park here in Orlando. Well, funny uh, you mentioned that because my first job was at Wet n Wild here no in Greensboro, shit. North Carolina. Yes. Really? Yes. I hated it. Really? What'd you? Well, you were a custodian. How the fuck do you know that? Wow. Really? I was grounds maintenance. Of course you were. Yes. Yeah, so I walked around all day long, <laughs> sweeping up cigarette butts and diapers. <laughs> like literally, that's what I swept up all day long. I was a lifeguard. See, oh yeah, you were the ones that we all got pissed off at. Yeah, you guys you got just, the easy you just job. Sit there, you get nice tan all mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yeah, and you tell boys like me to come clean up all the cigarette butts under your chair. <laughs> lots but, of numbers. Yeah. We we got we got lots oh, of numbers. Oh, dude, love that job. And that's what and I still, thought. I was you never be. went to Costco. No, never, never. <laughs> no, we. Uh, I thought it was going to be like that. Like, oh yeah, girls in bikinis all the time and stuff like that. And it was like only the attractive ones. Had, all the attractive ones had their boyfriends with them that could easily kick my ass. And then uh, all the rest were uh, should not have been wearing the bathing suits they were wearing. And it is, I, I, I refuse to go back to water parks. I refuse. I really? Can, they made me work the kiddie section, the kiddie pool. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, I, I love that, though. There. Oh, it was terrible. Wait, and wait, uh, Hold on. Sophisticated gentleman, did you say you would love that? Oh, yeah, I said, Scott, you would love that. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's how Scott and I met. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was one time my manager came to me. He's like, dude, I hate to do this to you. I'm like, then don't do it. I don't know what you're going to do. And he's like, no, some kid shit on the slide. I'm like, well, that's water maintenance's job. He's like, no, it's outside of the pool. So it's like a territory war over shit. (laughs) I guess. So I'm scrubbing the slide down from the outside and rinse it off. And it all just runs right back into the pool. And I turn around and I see a kids just run right by me and dive right into that toilet. (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, never again. And I have a, uh, okay. Sophisticated gentleman just vomited twice. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of the water park, I have like the most embarrassing story ever. So I did go back to the water park one time. My wife talked me into it. We're meeting uh, her friend and her husband there, who I'm I'm good friends with her husband now. So we do a couple 
laser rivers and stuff like that. And we're going to the wave pool. So we're just sitting in the wave pool and letting the waves push us around while we're sitting down. Uh, later in the day, I didn't realize it, but it, the bottom of the wave pool turned my bathing suit into assless chaps. So the <laughs> entire ass of my that. bathing suit was gone. And I'd probably been walking around for 30 or 40 minutes that way. <laughs> and, uh, I, I walked over to where the girls were and they were laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? And they're like, the entire, your entire ass is hanging out. So I wrapped myself in a towel and I was like, we're getting the F out of here right now. Cause that, it's most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't mind sharing that story, but did, I don't, did I, I don't think I've ever told the most embarrassing story that's ever happened to me on the podcast. Maybe I have. That you haven't? I, There's more embarrassing than what you do on a daily basis? <laughs> so in seventh grade, I got pantsed. Oh, okay? did they get underwear too? They got the underwear too. Mm. Like we were lining up for gym class and, you know, we all used to pants each other. So I get pants and I'm laughing, right? And I look down and my boxers are <laughs> at my ankle. I'm like, oh shit. I mean, there's not much to see there. That's true. That's true. The girls all laughed. It was uh, traumatic. Oh man, they thought you carried Tic Tacs with you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Hi Ryan? Uh, my first job was at a tutoring center. So my boss found out that I was taking calculus, and she was quite happy to find out that I was um, kind of understanding the top levels of the math. So I became their math specialist. Fucking nerd. You're so I, fucking like, smart, dude. Can, she was, she was pretty excited tell. when I got my 36 on the ACT. So it was it was it was a good You're yeah, tutoring kids. I'm cleaning up their shit off a damn slide. <laughs> we we all lead very different lives here. Oh right. <laughs> Clearly Ohio Ryan's gonna be very successful. <laughs> yes. I, I don't I certainly don't feel that way. I'll promise you that. Try try living my life for a week. Yeah, it's like I was poor once. I don't want to go back there. In all honesty, though, like we're talking about this, and I honestly (laughs) feel like we look at people's like other people's lives, and it's kind of like the grass is greener on the other side. Like, you know, we look at what other people do, and we're like, you know, maybe that's better than what we're doing. So I don't know. Nobody looks at me and says, "Oh, this is he. What what he does is better than what I do." I'm a restaurant manager. Nobody looks at a restaurant manager. Yes, but like you live in a gated community. Like you've got a fantastic family. So (laughs) married up. I married up. Married into it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I tell people all the time. My wife is rich. I'm broke. Uh, I couldn't pay a bill by myself. My wife is is the successful one. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody's uh, got their own positive things and everyone's got their own things that they want to work on. And I think that that's, that's part of life, you know, it's very much so. Yeah. Some of the, I mean, some of the jobs that I had during college were pretty crazy looking back at them. And so I used to work as what was called a brand ambassador. So I represented tons of different companies and clients. I dressed up in a coffee costume for Dunkin Donuts, standing outside, waving to people. No. Oh. Scott's already taking notes. I can see that. He's talking about the gay B suit. He's too. Like his old, his old uh, costume. What other costumes that I dress up as? Um, I dress up as a son for the radio station here. Um, oh I, had, I had to work at tons of different festivals. I'm um, just passing out stupid giveaways. I worked for Nike, which was really awesome. So you have some good ones and bad ones there. Um, one of the crazy ones that I thought about when I was on our way back home is because we actually passed the venue. 
Um, I got invited to bartend basically at a private event, which I didn't find out about until I got there, who it was for, what it was for. But this is the biggest party I've ever been to. Um, for you sports fans out there, you can probably tell me his name, but the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones. Yes. So he got inducted into the Football Hall of Fame um, a few years back, and which is based in Ohio. Um, so I bartended this private event with him there. The entire football team is there. Um, what was crazy is as I'm bartending, we start to find out that there's going to be a surprise singer. And that surprise singer was Justin Timberlake. Oh, so I'm wow. literally bartending an event next to the stage with Justin Timberlake right behind me. Trying my hardest not to freak out because we <laughs> had to be presentable and everything. We weren't allowed to have our phones out whatsoever. If we got caught taking a picture, we got sent home. We weren't going to be paid at all. Um, I, I almost took one for the team and it's just like, you know what? I, worth <laughs> it. It's worth it. <laughs> I don't need money that bad for, for my buddy JT. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've had tons of, tons of different jobs over the years um, in that industry, that which got me to working in the beer industry, which got me into the liquor industry to where I am today, which is um, pretty awesome. And think about the whole mental health thing and just kind of my journey that I've been through with um, having some jobs that were definitely not great out there. Like yeah. Dress, dress up in costumes and Taco you know, Bell and all that. So. It's so funny. And I think, and I feel like you're trying to kind of wrap this up in a bow, but I'm going to wrap it up even more for you. So wrap it before you tap it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why uh, I got the cut. That's sorry. It took me a minute there. So, um, it, you're absolutely right. And I think about it and I talk a, a lot about how the restaurant industry is just, uh, it's, it's awful. Um, but had I not done the restaurants and then also my time and attractions at universal, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, that wouldn't have led me to Andretti and door carding and games. Okay. That was the go-kart center that Mary and I worked together now. And Mary and I met at Smoky Bones. So we meet, we meet at Smoky Bones then we go to Andretti. That's where I meet the guys from Real Laughs. And had all that not happened, I don't know where that this is here today. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, and like I, this is the highlight of my week. Wednesday night is literally the highlight of my week is getting together with, and then of course, Lord Remy uh, introducing us all. And, you know, but, but this is uh, getting together with you guys and interacting with, I mean, this is the highlight of my week. And it's just so funny that, it all led from shitty jobs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, those full circle moments. And then we've talked about it and how everything happens for a reason. And I used to hate that saying, but now that I'm in such a really good place in my life, like I see that those little things led to where I am today and being on this podcast, um, meeting you guys and even the Ryan's outside the podcast as well too it's been awesome and when we come back we are going to have some summaries from scott's hey you you want to join a cult well this might be your lucky day for just two dollars a month and a simple blood oath you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits in addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. 
Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. And we are back from that amazing break, and we're basically losing a sophisticated gentleman right now. He has had about a bottle of wine that's the size of himself. Yeah, no, we're all good. Yeah. We're all good. Peeling, peeling back the curtain. <laughs> so, a uh, sophisticated gentleman is filling it. He's channeling his inner Chris. And so, we record the Sunday episode and the Wednesday episode back to back, both on Wednesdays. So, we're we're recording together for what three hours three, typically yeah. uh sometimes five and so chris starts drinking at 6 30 because he record he re- does diz his no new friends and no new friends after dark all in the same night chris starts drinking at 6 30 p.m so sophisticated gentleman is giggling now he's <laughs> he's a, a giggling little he's, girl yeah he's just like those little girl like just for instance back to my college days <laughs> <laughs> the, Whoa. No, don't worry, girls. sophisticated gentleman. He, did, he didn't touch the girls. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. We just drank a lot back then. Let him touch your boobs. <laughs> he yeah, so scared. Well, he's touched more boobs than me. I, I me too. <laughs> Nick, have you ever made out with a girl? Oh, yeah. Did I not tell this story before? No. I, no, I, I feel spill, like we should spill. say that for Chris. Oh. No, you know what? This serves Chris right for going to the yeah, motherland yeah. of Germany. He can, yeah. he can listen to it later. So, I, speaking of college, during my senior year, we had so, our okay. Senior- so, so college girls experimented with other girls. In college, for Nick, he experimented with girls. Oh yeah, I see I, the connection. I love it. I had this thing of going to gay bars, and my my goal was to make out with a girl at a gay bar, which happened almost every night. But I, I really senior- need to transfer to the gay. <laughs> Where were you year, in my twenties? I was. We were doing our senior bar crawl at the end of um, the year, and. I remember being at one bar and I was down in the basement because I had to go to the bathroom and they had a bar down there, but it was closed up. And this drunk girl was like, if I go back here and get you a beer, will you make out with me? I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gay. I'll do anything for a free beer. So <laughs> I had I had an, a good beer and she was not great at making out. Oh, <laughs> she was very, very sloppy there. <laughs> All right. So Scott, um, it's it's been my show this week me hosting it um i'm kind of scared to see but do you have any summaries from this episode i do i do and it's kind of all over the board so everybody i think everybody got a piece um you know i usually rely on sophisticated gentlemen and game i know like our chat our chat was very quiet tonight. Very, quiet. very <laughs> our quiet. Main, our main guys are on the episode. I usually rely on them to help write me some jokes. So uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, so Nick went, he traveled uh, planes and all that. Said he took a train. Um, Nick, was that just the gay club that you and Sean went to <laughs> riding the train? I wish. Uh, game Master Ryan told us a poop pool story. Um, sophisticated gentleman vomited. Guys, I don't. I don't understand what the big deal is. It's chlorinated. You're allowed to use the pool as a restroom. It's fine. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> sir, that doesn't purify that. He's a chemist. He can explain. <laughs> uh, 
Nick was a brand ambassador and got to dress in costumes. Nick, wearing glitter and a boa is not dressing for work. Embrace your gayness, Nick. Uh, happy fucking Pride Month. Yay. Nick was bartending at a Justin Timberlake concert. It was at this moment he realized he was gay. Oh, no, I knew back in NSYNC. Go with the joke, okay? <laughs> um, Nick said everything happens for a reason. It's funny. That is what Nick said to me last night, too. It was weird. You know, he said everything happens for a reason. Just let it happen. Uh, Nick said he would do anything for a beer. This is also why I had to give my first hand job. <laughs> and those are my summaries so you're a, you're a little guy little guy just a little okay. guy i'll do anything for uh for a beer <laughs> i'll also do anything for a hand job <laughs> yeah i'm like were you giving the hand job or are you receiving it well in the context oh. of the joke i was giving my first okay. hand job uh to get a beer but i will do anything for a hand job yeah i feel like the gays would all the guys would just give you tons of beer for him and, get, and give you a hand job at the same time perfect they, yeah. they, that's a win-win because i can close my eyes and pretend it's something else right it's i don't fine. know that's i don't know beer is not worth it my dude beer is <laughs> beer is nasty okay wine and mixed drinks are what's worth it <laughs> okay all right little fun thing before we go here okay <laughs> <laughs> What item will you go a little gay for to uh, to to get? Oh, <laughs> I mean, is nope. Never mind. Never mind. I'm putting that on the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We'll circle back to this next time because the answers may shock you. I mean, two of us will not be on the next time. No, Join the Patreon to find out the, <laughs> the truth. <laughs> let, let, um, okay, I love money. Okay. I was going to say it'd be a massive amount of money. Yeah, I, I love money, and I definitely have a dollar amount where I will uh, S a D uh, for sure. Five dollars. <laughs> I got. I got. How much do you want? <laughs> how much money do you want? Nick's making offers. <laughs> this man's doing like the whole make it. Rain I know, right? I want money on my at the casino on my cruise. So <laughs> apparently, all you need is a Amex card. Who are you, Chris Yob, with the gambling thing? Like, <laughs> gotta win back that free cruise. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make them pay me to go. No, it was an amazing time. So. Uh, well, thank you very much for allowing me to host this week. Um, I know it's probably not your usual, Chris, but we had a fun time. Thank you both of Ryan's for joining us as well, too, um, for being completely intoxicated for one Ryan. <laughs> well, it's, been, it's been very entertaining. So um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go um, subscribe to it, like it, give us um, feedback on what you want to listen to on future podcasts as well, too. And um, maybe Chris won't come back. Who knows? If you guys like me, I'll stick around. Let's see. I vote that. I vote for that. <laughs> so on behalf of Scott, Ryan, and Ryan, and another Ryan, and myself. Thank you for listening. See you next week. You're
you're staying around whether you like it or not. Uh, you're very popular. popular. Imagine if you had uh, the other yeah. Ryan on and we had four Ryans on. I almost yeah. did it. I almost. Uh, I, was, if, I was like, that might be a little I confusing. Can't, I got a hand on. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're listening at home and you can't see. Yeah, I know, right? Control. I mean, we have very similar voices. Don't we? I mean, we have like a deeper tone, you know? You all have extremely, like, yeah. Game Master Ryan, Sophisticated Gentleman Ryan, and Don't Wreck Yourself Ryan all have extremely distinctive voices. Like all different. Like, very distinct voices. No New Friends After Dark has been brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpipervacations.com. Just check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Become a friend with benefits. Check out our sweet merch and so much more. This has been a No New Friends Entertainment LLC production. Hey, hey, hey.